Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and we'll slaughter a guy for some beer. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. And we're the Drunk Guys, and today we are reading Lamb to the Slaughter by Roald Dahl. Recording again to Finback Brewery, joined by Eric. Every day, come to Finback. <laughs> That's what I say, come to Finback every day, and they're here. It's, uh, it's, I've, I've done that many times. I've come here a lot. That uh, People are like, oh, you're, you're here. There's, we don't have anything new yet. That's, <laughs> so oh, oh, no. Yeah. From Wednesday to Thursday, we don't typically add a new beer, but uh, yeah, it's good to see you guys again. <laughs> and we're starting with this beer, which is, uh, I don't know what this could be named after, uh, AOC, double IPA. Something about cats, right? Yeah, you know, all our cats, right. <laughs> uh, all our cats, AOC is a double IPA. It's uh, coming in just at a straight even 8%, so it's a uh, double IPA. It's a little bit stronger than like your average IPA. Um, and then we uh, dry hopped it with Mosaic and Eldorado. Again, it's a hazy New England style IPA. Um, enjoy. It's for our cats, your cats. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. Yeah, it's really good. Tastes like uh, mm-hmm. tastes like socialism. But this is a great double IPA that's not overly bitter mm-hmm. and not overly strong. You're like I'm not. I'm surprised that this is eight percent. I mean, in the past or the future, we've had some Finback IPAs that are like six percent alcohol. That's twenty five percent less. This this has twenty five percent more alcohol than that. It doesn't taste like it does. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely not boozy or hot or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's like a smooth. I, I would call it. Mm, that's right. Yeah. And uh, what does it say on the bottom of these cans? What was it? Mueller time. Mueller. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Very All right. Nice. So, uh, Lamb to the Slaughter is a uh, short story by Roald Dahl. I actually really liked it. It's one, it was good. It's from his lesser popular works for adults. Most of us, most of us know Roald Dahl is the guy who wrote Charlie the Chocolate Factory and the BFG and um, the witches, the witches and um, James and the Giant's Peach. There's a yep. whole shit mm-hmm. ton of them. And they're great, uh, but this is a short story for adults, and it deals with murder. Yes, it does. So uh, there's a woman. She's like clearly it's like a 1950s housewife. She's waiting at home for her husband to come home. He does, and instead of just having one scotch, should have had a beer instead. That was his mistake. But, uh, yeah. He said one scotch and drinking it slowly. Instead, he drinks it really fast. Makes another one. Says, "Honey, I got to tell you something," and then tells her. Except literally, that's the way it goes in the story. It never says what he says. It just says, I have to tell you something. Here goes. And then he told her. Boom. Meanwhile, she's like, oh, my God, what? She, like, kind of can't believe it at first. And she goes, okay, I, uh, what do you want to do? Um, should we go out? We shouldn't go out to dinner, I guess. I guess I'll make you some food. So she goes down to the basement, gets a leg of lamb out of the cellar, out of the freezer in the cellar, and then comes back upstairs and then just gets so mad of him, mad at him, she hits him in the head with the leg of lamb. Which is frozen solid and kills the dude. Yeah, kills him. Now, he's a police detective. So right. she's like, uh-oh, what do I do? I don't know. Turns out she's a pretty smart lady. So she goes to the grocery store, makes a big deal about buying some well, onions, canned some goods, bullshit. onions, yeah, peas, something like that. So they'll remember her. Puts the lamb in the oven, though, by the way. And right. then goes to the grocery store, gets the stuff, comes back, and then calls the police. Oh, my God, my husband's dead. You got to come over here. The detectives come over, and they investigate. They know him. and They They know know him. They clearly realize, they clearly say, oh, he's been hit in the head with a blunt object, object, some blunt metal object, they think. It's probably, I don't know who could have done this. It's probably still in the house. Yeah. 
And, and then for the murder weapon. And she's, she's like, all distraught. And then it goes up. They keep searching for a while. And she decides to, oh, I'm, I was already making dinner to you detectives. Do you want some dinner? And they say, yeah, yeah, sure. That would be fine. And they're <laughs> sitting help there. Me think about these clues. <laughs> it will. And they're sitting there eating the leg of lamb going, hmm, this is really good. But I wonder what that murder weapon could I be. I bet it's right under our noses. The end. It's a good twist ending. Seems very Twilight Zone-ish. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Or, you know, it's darker. But here's, the, here's where the story completely falls apart. If that leg of lamb was frozen solid, that she could beat him to death with it, mm-hmm. there's no fucking way she could cook it that four hours later. I agree. Without well, burning the outside of it and having it yeah. raw in the middle. Maybe she had an Instant Pot. <laughs> that a that's big enough for a whole leg of lamb <laughs> so that part is like yeah i know that that's silly but it is a really fun story obviously he was not a cooker yes he was not but she uh i mean i mean the author i, I actually can't pronounce his name correctly because i'm an idiot i probably said it wrong already i thought it was i always thought it was rolled doll i i have no idea like a doll like that's R-O-L-L-E-D. tumbled a little bit it's a rolled doll d-o-l-l that's the way I always pronounced it in my head. It's one of those British names, you know, like where it looks like it says Ralph, but then it's like, oh, it's Rafe. Like, man, this could be pronounced a whole host of ways. So I, was, I always heard rolled or rowled as a kid, but those are from dumb teachers I had that, you know, been a pre-internet age. But what does it all mean? Man, mank, and eind. <laughs> yeah, what does it all... The story? I mean, I don't I know. I guess we'll never know. I mean, like, it actually just <laughs> seems like it's meant for entertainment. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's much to it other than as a diversion. I mean, you probably unless could, it's about imperialism, could be. <laughs> it's about mongooses, but you, you, there might be a thing about. Well, since we never know what he says, I'm sure that there's some people who are going to speculate and talk about gender in gender roles in the 50s, and that there's, you know, he clearly said something upsetting to her. Like maybe he was divorcing her. Maybe he was sleeping with a secretary. Some sort of other stereotype from the time. But it's all speculation without any information. And I just yeah. think it's a cute, cool story. Yeah, thought so too. I mean, it's in the vein of a bunch of other short stories we've read. It had kind of a twist ending. It was short, but then a twist at the end. Yeah. Seems to be a common theme. That works better in short stories than I think novels. Yeah. Because I think in a short story, you don't get too attached to anything. You know, you're just kind of like, oh, this is interesting. What's going on here? And like, whoop, they pull the rug out. And you're like, oh, you got me. Because if, if you wrote a 400-page book with ended with just a little twist at the end, it was like, oh, goodbye. Fuck you, like, M.S. Shyamalan. Stop what writing books. Yeah. Why did I read that? The novelization of The Sixth Sense. Who made this? But yeah, you, you would... And did they see dead people? You'd be really pissed off because you'd, you'd feel cheated. You know, except... Yeah, you'd feel cheated. I mean, even in, uh, like in Sherlock Holmes, those always kind of have a twist ending in the sense that like you couldn't have seen it coming. The explanation... You know, he's yeah. like, oh, well, that's because the speckled band is a snake on his head. Like, that's ridiculous. Who would have thought that? But in the longer ones, the novels, like, was it Studying Scarlet or Hound, Hound of the Baskervilles? Those are less twisty. Like, there's more Just, information. Mm-hmm. It's more like a cat and mouse game than it is a aha at the very end. So it definitely mm-hmm. is, a, a, I think I've noticed about many short stories, mm-hmm. like a little twisting. And, it, and it, it could be very satisfying. It's fun. Probably just because of the medium itself. But you can tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Or follow us on uh, Twitter at drunkguysbc or Facebook and Instagram at something slash drunkguysbookclub. 
If you're drunk enough to listen this far, please uh, leave us a review wherever you're listening. Just round up to five stars. And we won't have to beat you to death with a frozen piece of meat. We won't hit you with our meat at all, actually. And thanks, Eric and Finback, for letting us talk about our meat here. Thank you. And your beer. And the beer. That's important, too. And uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.